welcome to this week's episode of The Christmas Crackers with myself, Kate, and my co-host, Sam. Hello! Hey. <laughs> it's the podcast where we talk everything Christmas films, the absolute worst and best. And remember everyone, Christmas movies aren't just for Christmas, we'll be here all year. <laughs> Hi Sam, how's it going? Good, how are things with you? Ah, uh, you know, fine. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm starting to feel quite Christmassy. I'm feeling Christmassy now. I think it's because I'm back at work. Mm. So I'm in the city with like the festive atmosphere. Right, yeah. Which is a bit more, you know, the Christmas lights and all that. How is Cork City? Uh, it was fine till yesterday. <laughs> and then yesterday was crazy. Yeah, um, cues are past just... Past Saturday seems to have been a bit mental. Yeah. Um, but I only work Saturdays so I don't have to deal with the Sunday rush at least, uh, at least uh, something. for the moment <laughs> that could change yeah. but um so far it's been good and even when the queues are long 99.9% of the time the customers are lovely and not grumbly about it right. so That's it's good. all good I feel like I feel like um I feel like your clientele are quite chill mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we've got we've got good customers I rarely get annoying customers yeah I feel like it's favorite unless someone's coming in buying a present for someone that's my favorite part I love people looking for gifts because I I I don't know it just but I always find that people that are going in who are a regular shopper like when we were when Mm -hmm. I was in Disney it was like oh regular shoppers are pretty chill they get it blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. when people would come in getting presents for other people that's when they get pissed off really quickly because they'd be like dude like come on and I'd be like I have to ask these questions (laughs) (laughs) ah see we have a new role called the Q fairy so far it's been in me for a lot well the days that I've been in I've been doing it more so where that person goes outside and goes through the queue and essentially does kind of like consultations outside. And then if they decide what they want outside, we can just quickly grab it for them. Uh, So they get to kind of like skip the queue. Um, And 90% of the time it's the men who have no idea what gifts they want for their wife. I just tell them which one they want and then they're delighted to skip the queue and just get that gift. So that's worked out well. (laughs) Yeah, in that didn't happen a lot in Disney, but in Gap, that happened mm. a lot where people would come in and be like especially for kids they'd be like yeah. oh I have to get like stuff for my nieces and nephews like I don't really know what I'm doing and then you just be like cool what age what are they kind of into and how much do you want to spend <laughs> yeah. yeah and then you'd rock yeah. up I'm with like, five outfits give me a budget yeah and then you'd I'll rock up with five outfits and they'd be like yeah that's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, do you yeah, want to yeah. look at them all? like no you've picked no. things that's fine <laughs> Oh yeah, 90% of the time I recommend one thing and they're like, yeah, that'll do. I'm like, do you want me to show you a couple others just to compare? They're like, no. No. <laughs> no. If, if that uh, was that the one. first thing that came to mind, it's probably the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the most expensive. Mm, ching-ching. That was the best. <laughs> that was my favorite bit in Disney when people come, would come up and say like, oh, I need a present for my niece and nephews like three days before Christmas. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, just want to preface that most of the cheap items are gone. Yeah, so, and they'd be like, "No, it doesn't matter. Just give me anything." And you'd be like, mm. "Okay, well, we have this 110 year old Star Wars toy." And they'd be like, "That's perfect. <laughs> what else you got?" And you're like, "Right." You're like, "Guess okay. we go big." Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. on my first shift back, I sold our most expensive gift, and it has me walking on air all week. I'm like, "Oh, I'm great at this." How much was like is such your a most con- expensive gift? Uh, 200 euros. Well, 198. Holy- <laughs> 
moly i did yeah. not know that was a thing yeah yeah how many That's... things are inside of it oh too Loads. many is it big? like it's huge it's huge it's supposed to be like top to toe so oh, everything it's okay. like the biggest thing That's um it. okay but i managed to i was like Whoa. who are they buying That's... it for uh I think it was her sister. Oh, okay. It was her wow. sister. Yeah. Um, like normally a present like that is like a wife present is what I refer to it as. <laughs> These are the wife presents. Wife level. <laughs> then we've got like mothers. We've oh, also yeah. got like, yeah, yeah. The I I my favorite gift is um that aunt that you're obligated to buy for, but you don't really know <laughs> what know. to get them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine um, if that's how they were advertised oh on shelves <laughs> mother wife yeah. girlfriend of plus three years <laughs> new girlfriend <laughs> auntie you only see once a year <laughs> cousin that you don't really know and only want to spend a tenner on <laughs> the obligatory gifts yeah. oh. and then you have like a chris crindle slash secret santa like section as well we have like- a gift called secret santa we're so on point. There you <laughs> go. Like, there you go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Just firing at people out the door. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to we went to town on yesterday, which was Saturday, and it was the most disgusting experience I've ever had. And yeah. I will not be going back into town for shopping. I have to go in to go drop something off, but after that, I'm done. So um, I feel like weekdays just, you're okay. Yeah, but the problem is like I. I know work weekdays all of them oh yeah most of them Good point so I suppose I could go in the evening I assume people are staying open late mm. but also like it's so cold now and it's just like Meh. do I really need to I have all my Christmas shopping done I have oh. all my wrapping paper I'm like I don't need anything I was genuinely surprised at the amount of people I saw like buying tons of presents as in like they clearly have not done anything yet I yeah. was like like people, because we went to Marks and Spencer's, people were buying like, you know, like the nice cashmere jumpers, like pajamas for children and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And I was like, like baskets full. And I was like, you're telling me that you guys have done absolutely no preparations mm-hmm. for the past six weeks while you've been at home. It's all these people that don't trust online shopping and just won't give their credit card details to anybody. That's what yeah. it is. It's like, yeah, don't, I'm a too afraid to shop online. What if my identity gets stolen? I always find it funny. My mom won't donate to um, like Facebook fundraisers, but we'll shop online. And I'm like, Mammy, it's the same. But Facebook like, fundraisers are safe. at least secure. Like, yeah. And then Facebook buys off those really big. terrible like um, piggyback sites, you know, that are like those deals where like everything yeah. is like a tenner. And I'm like, Mammy, <laughs> Mammy. Like, Facebook is a bit like wary sometimes as like a company but like their fundraisers are like secure like in yeah. terms of payment <laughs> I just realized she listens to the podcast and she's gonna hit me not hit me but she's gonna give out to me <laughs> you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> um so yeah, to round out that intro, definitely feeling a Christmassy feeling. Mm-hmm. Every time we walk down the road now, there's like one more house that has Christmas lights on the outside. I love seeing Christmas lights go up on houses. And me and Ed are very good at picking out which ones we do and don't like. 
and we're very good at criticizing the ones that we don't like I so love that there's like and the house the way we walked into Ed's mom's house like the the way the houses are built changes obviously mm-hmm. every road so like you'll have a whole block of the same and then they'll move on to another block of a different design and there's this one design of house and it's got this like curved arch above the door and so mm-hmm. many of the houses have this lovely like light arch above the door and they've done like mm. garland so pretty and there's one house who's done like the arch but they've done it all the way around and all the way down the bottom and then they clearly bought lights that were too long so <laughs> the arch yeah doubled over the arch then they've like dragged the lights over to the window which is just a square oh. window like a front room window yeah. and they've done the entirety of the front room window and then they also have their electrical box out the front and they've like gone round the electrical box as well and I'm like <laughs> guys <laughs> guys <laughs> come on <That's> <laughs> oh my god that's brilliant Don't we walk our that, estate at night just to see the lights and see who's put up theirs and not the neighbor directly across from me, but a couple of houses down. They have their lights up and it's very pretty, but it absolutely annoys me because um, their lights are too short. So it ends like a oh, good, like, they're no. off their house and they've just left it. And I'm like, can't be dealing with that. What are you doing? It's like center it so that yeah. it doesn't look as off at least. No. Or no. get longer lights. Yeah. And I, it, it really, pet peeve. <laughs> Like, absolutely not could not be and there's that. there's a good few houses that have that in this estate and i'm like what's it what's everyone's problem everyone must have <laughs> like, bought their lights from the same place <laughs> honestly there must have been a deal you know what happened one person measured their house and they're like i'm gonna get these lights and <laughs> then they went to the and then they, they texted into like, the whatsapp the ones. <laughs> or they talked over the fence to fucking mary having a cup of tea in the morning i was like i'm after buying these lights from down the road like i've measured they're gonna be know, absolutely perfect they are all the same design i think you're onto something there, and Kate. so mary mary went into her husband john and was like john Bill, bill's after saying he's after getting these lights he says they're absolutely perfect for the outside now this is not the correct accent because i can't i'm not doing a cork accent but like that's exactly what happened that it do you know what i think you're spot on we hadn't considered that myself a mum. i'm gonna say and that to her because they all look exactly the same none of them care because they're like Sure, ours look just as sell look look just as right good bills do. Like, what should we need to worry? Center them at least, just so it's <laughs> like I feel like I'm gonna have to message into the WhatsApp group and be like, "Hi lads, listen." Hi guys. Could everyone? I know I'm the newbie, but by two centimeters, it's really pissing yeah. me off. <laughs> you're Slightly really, OCD about the lights. You're really putting off my festive cheer. Does <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, shall we get on with this week's movie? I suppose so. <laughs> In fairness, though, I feel like we both like this movie. I'm just hazarding a guess. So I feel yeah. like we're not going to have a lot to say about the movie. So no, we just filled so like, it with some Christmas chat. <laughs> yeah, so like last week was a bit of a shit movie. But yeah. I think we're both pretty happy with this week's pick. So this week's mm. pick was The Muppets Christmas Carol, released in 1992. <laughs> it was released in on December 11th, 1992. So pretty close to Christmas. Obviously, back in 1992, Christmas didn't start as early as it does now. So I suppose <laughs> December 11th was probably a good time to pick. It was directed by Brian Henson. It was the first film to be produced after the death of The Muppets creator, Jim Henson. It was also the first Muppets film to be produced by the Walt Disney by Walt Disney Pictures, whose parent company acquired the Muppets franchise in 2004. 
Fun so it's, adap- yeah, it's adapted from the 1843 <laughs> novella A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It stars Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge alongside Muppet performers Dave Gulez, Steve Whitmire, Jerry Nelson and Frank Oz portraying various roles. It's mad. Do you know when you watch the movie or you watch any Muppets mm. and you can tell which characters have been done by the people who do the voices for other characters? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. The person like Frank Oz, who does the voices for, I think it's Miss Piggy. You can clearly tell who he does the voices for in other people. Is it Frank Oz that does Miss Piggy? I think it is. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to get that wrong now, aren't I? <laughs> oh, geez. I'll be honest. I don't put much more effort in except like that's Kermit. That's Miss Piggy. Mm, I feel bad about that. Sorry if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> but I know uh, what you mean. You can tell that yeah. they're similar and. Their style is yes. Frank Oz does Miss Piggy, Fuzzy Bear, Sam Eagle, Animal. There you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what was I saying? Yeah. Is yeah. It's interesting voices. how you can yeah the voices. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> although artistic <laughs> license is taken to suit the aesthetic of the Muppets, the Muppets Christmas mm-hmm. Carol otherwise follows Dickens' original story quite closely. So yeah, that's a bit of a mm-hmm. background for the old movie. It opens pretty nicely. You've got Gonzo yeah. and Rizzo open as narrators. I love the whole relationship between Gonzo and Rizzo in this movie. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It's also one of the only adaptations of Christmas Carol that includes Charles Dickens. Yes, because Gonzo plays knowledge. Charles Dickens as the narrator. Mm. Um, which was to add a play element. Did you know this was supposed to act as a play? Because I didn't until I read this. I didn't until I read the like <laughs> bloopers and stuff because it was like one yeah. of the things which I haven't written down because it wasn't very interesting but it was like it's um, the go on it was that um like a set like the door locks and then the lock is off or the latch is off again in the next one yeah but there's I also think, like no the one where Scrooge lights his candle and then as he walks up the stairs it's very clearly an electric candle not a actual oh, candle yeah. And yeah. they're like, it was like, oh, but you know, it's supposed to be like it was a play. And if it was a play, they would use electric candles. They wouldn't use real and candles. And that was the And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I don't, I didn't know that it was supposed to be a play. No. I, I don't think anyone does. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it opens with Gonzo and Rizzo. It's pretty funny. Like, they're just a bit of crack. Like, they throw a lot of jokes. Mm. It's all very good. There's also a plethora of Muppets characters in this movie. Like, they outdid themselves. They did not need to put in as many Muppets as they did. Mm-hmm. But it was really good. And I'd, I've i seen the Muppets Christmas Carol a lot. Like, I've seen, I've watched it a good few times. And I think this was the first time that I actually took note of how many different types of characters and stuff there were yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look at all those birds and all that sort of stuff. It was mad. It's actually so Muppet heavy that when the nephew and like daughter-in-law character is introduced, I'm like, oh, humans. <laughs> humans. <laughs> <laughs> like, it kind of takes you out of it for a second. You're like, yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's very weird. So after Gonzo and Rizzo open up the story, they basically explain who Scrooge is, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. We go into Scrooge's office if you will Mm -hmm. I guess where Kermit and all the little rats are they are rats aren't they are they rats yeah 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 
the Kermit and all the rat bookkeepers are working their little tails off. <laughs> <laughs> so Kermit plays Bob Cratchit, who is basically Scrooge's like head right hand man. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um Normally he's the only employee, usually, in other kind of films. This is like one of the only ones where there's like bookkeepers. Oh, interesting. So fun fact. Ding ding. (laughs) So we're in the office and everyone's like writing away. And we have Beaker and Bunsen. Bunsen and Beaker come in and they act as these um they're these like people looking for charity money. Mm -hmm. And it's just Bunsen is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So they come in asking for charity. Scrooge is like, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> we also meet his nephew, Fred, who is a human, not a Muppet. Yes. And he's wildly too happy for life. I have to agree with Scrooge on that one. Like, yeah. he is so happy. It is <laughs> ridiculous. Mm, that's true. He's just like, I'm high on life. And Scrooge is like, you're so poor. And like, why are you happy? And Fred's like, I have a, I have a wife. Uh, it is Christmas time. I am, leave me alone, Scrooge. I'm living my life. And Merry the Christmas. The contrast between them is stark. Yeah, which it's good. It's good. Hmm. So Fred leaves. That's fine. Then Cratchit and the rats come up and they're like, Scrooge, we need more coal because we're turning into icicles and then Scrooge is like fuck off (laughs) I'm not giving you any coal you're fine (laughs) but the way they do it is brilliant where he's like oh would they like to be like having no jobs and he's like heat wave and then they're suddenly all in these like hula skirts (laughs) it's one of the funniest moments I love it so much it's it's such like I wouldn't I wouldn't say subtle because it's not a subtle change but it's like something small that like it's a good it's a good small joke like it's very quick yeah yeah I really enjoy it um so then after they've not secured their coal for the fire they then ask for mm. more and they're like yo Scrooge <laughs> it's Christmas tomorrow <laughs> could we maybe have the day off yeah and Scrooge is like you can have half an hour off and come in at half eight instead of eight and Kermit very kind. to him. I would like Kermit as my like um representative in a union because Kermit is like well but you know like it's christmas so like (laughs) no one's gonna be open for us to do business with so like it's really a waste of money if we come in so like i maybe what do you think about scrooge i'd say it kind of surprises me how easily and quickly scrooge is like fine take the day off yeah it's like there's a couple of things in this movie where i'm like is he such a scrooge he seems to change his ways pretty quick sometimes yeah, I think he's just a bit sad, you know? Yeah, I suppose. Like, I just don't think he's very happy with his life, as opposed well, to being a big bar humbug. No. I always, it's so jarring in the movie when he's like, he's like, bah humbug. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, no, it's bar humbug. It goes together. Like, it's together. Like, you say bar humbug. But it's, it's like, he says bar really quietly and he like shouts humbug. And I'm like, I'm con- this is weird. Are you like, it sounds like he's got something wrong with him. Like, <laughs> like it sounds like he's got some form of Tourette's where he like can't keep, but only humbug. Only humbug. Which maybe has- that was a character choice. Maybe, maybe he thought it would be like his Tourette thing to add in. <laughs> like he gave him an underlying layer. <laughs> Oh where goodness. humbug was a trigger word. 
No, bar was the trigger word. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Jesus, Sam. Uh, so that's fine. He says they can have Christmas off. That's grand. Mm-hmm. Then he leaves and Kermit and the mice clean up. And this is where we have our first like proper song of the mm-hmm. movie. And I have to say, when I worked in the Disney store, a lot of these songs were on the Christmas soundtrack. And so I like knew a lot of the words. And so I was yeah. actually like having a little sing song in the cinema, like not too loud, but I was like. And the woman who was sat next to me, by by sat next to me, I mean two seats away. Distanced away. Yeah. Definitely kept looking at me and being like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? She was like, she was definitely like, who the fuck knows the words to these songs? Oh, I love these songs. The soundtrack is such a bop. It's they're really good. So let's see. We would have had the Scrooge uh, song first, though, right? Yes, so it was this, like yeah, yeah evil Scrooge. Because that Scrooge song is really good. Like I, yeah, I like that a surprising amount. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so there's Scrooge, and then uh one more sleep till christmas because mm, there's only cute. one more sleep till christmas and he goes and he meets like the penguins and are these penguins ice skating <laughs> and i'm like where the fuck did these penguins come from <laughs> there's a lot of as well in the songs where they're going through things there's a lot of like muppets that i'm concerned about because some of them are like cabbages and some of them are like speaking and I'm like, what, what is the Muppet rules in this I universe? also wondered that. Yeah. There's a whole cart of singing vegetables. Yes. And I'm like, are you going to get eaten? Is that classed as cannibalism? Because a Muppet's <laughs> eating a Muppet. But then I'm also like, there's these penguins just like in like inner city England. Like, are they there all year round? Are they only there at Christmas? I don't think they're holidaying. <laughs> very confusing but that like ice skating scene with the Muppets is very mm. funny I thought that was very good uh so yeah so we have one more Steve till Christmas absolutely fantastic oh, song we're definitely singing on Christmas Eve actually I should put it on my Christmas Eve playlist that I'm slowly building you have a Christmas Eve playlist as of tonight where I just that's adorable yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna start making one now that nice. I now that I heard that I was like actually that's a good idea so yeah I'm gonna start making a Christmas Eve playlist nice uh <laughs> I'll put it up once I have at least 10 songs on it. I'll st- I'll stick it up on the Instagram and you guys oh, give you give you the I have a so 12 hour it. one for that I made for work. If anyone well, wants a that's 12 fair. hours of Christmas <laughs> music which does include the Muppet soundtrack. Oh, there you go. Bring around. So basically we have this like montage of everyone mm-hmm. everyone else being happy that Christmas is tomorrow. Then we see Scrooge coming home and we're met by Gonzo and Rizzo again. And one of the funniest scenes I think is now is when they're hopping the fence and Rizzo is jumping over the fence and it turns out that he could have just walked through the fence. (laughs) It's such a classic joke, but it's just, it's played so well. And I just, it makes me laugh every time. Like I know it's coming, but it's so (laughs) funny. Just without any hesitation, he's like, oh, my jelly beans. And he goes and walks and Gonzo's like, (laughs) walk straight back. You fit through the bars? And Rizzo's like, yeah, why? (laughs) It just works so well. I love that. So Scrooge gets home. He doesn't want to pay for the light so it's dark, whatever. This is where he lights that candle thing, walks up the (laughs) stairs. And then he sits in front of this fire with a loaf of bread and a block of cheese. I don't know how what this is supposed to represent because a loaf of bread and a block of cheese to me sounds like a great Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) 
like it's a huge block of cheese like it's, it's, a it's an like excessive amount big triangular block that you'd like buy from tesco to put on a cheese board like mm-hmm. it's a proper hunk of cheese and i'm like <laughs> no wonder he's having these weird loose visions of ghosts if he's eating that much cheese before he goes to bed, bed it's all just a dream like, is it is it supposed to be um more like the simplicity like he's got all this money but he's just there with his bread and cheese as opposed to a big festive meal oh maybe i just thought mm. like he couldn't be arsed to cook also a possibility i wonder like does it cost too much money for him to cook and so does he only uh, eat things that can be like eaten without being needed to be because i was gonna say i'd much prefer like a cheese toasty like you have all the do you think they have necessary equipment in charles dickens days <laughs> well i mean they can they can cook a turkey like that later yeah, on. So that we'll get to that now. Hold we'll on get to that. that. But clearly, they had some some good machinery back then. I think a cheese toasty we'll was possible. A, we'll put a pin <laughs> in, in that, that comment. <laughs> we'll be back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for turkey talk. <laughs> on the air every hour here on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he sits in front of the fire with his bread and his cheese and then he's visited by his first ghost of the evening, mm-hmm. which I've had this question twice on some form of quiz or pub quiz and every time I get it wrong. And I don't know why, because I know the song very well and it's like, which who which was the first ghost to visit Scrooge in A Christmas Carol? And I ghost always get it wrong. Christmas past. No, Marley and Marley. Oh, see, because you said the first ghost, and I was like, "Wait, have we not met the Marleys?" No, I, yeah. See what I mean? Ah, it's, see. A, it's a trick question. See, even you, we were just about to I talk like, about it, and you still got it wrong. Second, I, was, I know, but I was like, "You've skipped the Marleys, no. Kate. Go back." <laughs> so Scrooge meets ah. his first pair of ghosts of the evening, which is Marley and Marley, his former partners, who mm. are played by uh, what are those Muppets called? The two oh, lads, I don't the know. Good, the two but excellent give, choice of Muppets for yeah, this. The, the two, uh, Stalter and Waldorf. The two Muppets yes. that give everyone grief. Very funny, very good. Mm-hmm. So Marley and Marley come in to his house. So the house gets like really dark and really cold. And then there's like this great like dry ice effect that comes up the stairs. And I'm like, oh, wow, really, really splurged on this budget. <laughs> And then Marley and Marley appear and it's their their selves. And they have this great song where the chorus is Marley and Marley. (laughs) This always gets me. It's so funny. (laughs) So Marley and Marley arrive and tell Scrooge that he's going to be visited by three ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, So Marley and Marley are being like dragged down by these like massive chains because they were such dicks in when they were alive and yes. so they're basically like hey scrooge don't turn out like us we're gonna sh- give you three ghosts and so hopefully when you're done with this evening you won't be a dick anymore and you can come to mm-hmm. the afterlife whenever that happens free of your chains yes i guess is basically what happens mm-hmm. and i have to say scrooge treats marty and marley with great respect yes he's like but he 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 is quite a respectful character mm-hmm. confusion <laughs> like <laughs> he is he's, he's like, been he reared is, well 
like he is very respectful and he is like mm-hmm. even though he's a dick like he's very polite mm. in some sense because with so, like, all the ghosts he's very like yeah kind to them he's like oh ghost please tell yeah. me like very good manners i will say um so with marley marley he's like friends bear with tell me forth so how doeth i like all this sort of <laughs> nonsense and they're basically <laughs> like look the first ghost is gonna come at one good luck and so then they sing off into the distance and fade out. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they literally exit going, Ooh, and then shaking their shackles. So that's that. Then Scrooge goes to bed in his massive four-poster with the poker from the fire, as if that's going to do anything to a ghost. You can't bloody stick anything in them. And then he goes to sleep. How he goes to sleep, I, I do would be not know. so stressed. If I had just been visited by two ghosts of my former partners in work, I would not have been able to go to sleep. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the first thought I'd have. No. I'd be like, oh, let me grab the fire poker. <laughs> That'll keep me protected. And then I'll just right. snuggle up in my four poster with no. a little cap on. My night. No, no, I would be <laughs> so stressed. Yeah. Like not. maybe people with anxiety would be f- without anxiety, but my anxious brain would be like, oh my no. gosh, I have There's- to dissect everything they've said. No way could I switch off. I'd be no. like, what do you mean ghosts? <laughs> so, I would be clock watching like a hawk. Yeah. So <laughs> one o'clock strikes and Scrooge's little stupid clock goes off. And we are visited by the ghost of Christmas past, which let's be honest, is an extremely creepy doll girl type Terrifying. thing. Terrifying. Like so For a scary. kid's movie. I like I like I know she's meant to be portrayed as like this sweet innocent like oh this is the past like you can't change the past like this is just how it is kind of thing terrifying Very creepy like are you telling me there's no other Muppet that could have portrayed this girl like yes. seriously so yeah she's a, a bit fan. scary but once you get past how a bit creepy she is it's it's a mm-hmm. bit fine so they go back to Scrooge's childhood we meet um Sam Eagle, who's very funny for the short amount of time he's in the movie. Yes. So we meet Scrooge as he grows up in school, blah, blah, blah. And Sam Eagle comes to him one day and he's like, ah, oh, it's graduation day. You are going to become an apprentice in this business firm. And he's like, ah, oh, business. It is the American way. <laughs> and Gonzo <laughs> comes up behind him and he's like, uh, <clears throat> uh, Sam, Sam, we're in England. And he's like, ah, business. It is the <clears throat> British way. <laughs> And it's so Sam Eagle. <laughs> it's very funny. Yes. I also so, thought the montage of him growing up was really cute. That's well uh, done. And I also thought it was clever editing for the time that it was produced. So mm. like 90, so like 1992, like fade outs and shit. Like it was actually mm-hmm. done pretty well. Like they yeah. like freeze framed and then faded out. And I thought it was quite clever. Uh, but yeah, I did. I would kind of like to see... Like, did Scrooge have, like, family troubles? Is that why he's such a dick? Like, is he an orphan? <laughs> yeah, I wondered, was this supposed to be, like, a boarding school type yeah, thing? Yeah, maybe, because, like, there's no... Like, the montage of him growing up is just him in the classroom mm. getting smarter, basically, at numbers. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's actually no... And it's like, oh, Scrooge, he never goes home for Christmas. Ha, 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 ha. Like, there's yeah. no, like, actually saying what why he's sad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like nothing's actually explained as to why he suffers with this depression of Christmas. 
No, not at this point. Later, yes, but not right now. Oh, yeah, but like he must have been like, is that okay? Yeah, I suppose. So (laughs) (laughs) we see him grow up. That's fine. And then he goes and visits his old employer, Fuzzy Wig, which is played Mm -hmm. by Fuzzy Bear. Absolutely hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good casting. (laughs) Yeah. So they go into this party for Fuzzy Wig, who (laughs) who has a manufacturing company for rubber chickens (laughs) because Fuzzy Bear is the one with all the jokes it's so funny Uh, at the the party he meets one of the only other humans there Belle Mm -hmm. who obviously he falls in love with because she's one of the few humans in this scenario not a lot of fish in the sea in this Muppets Christmas Carol (laughs) yep Uh, then he gets then uh this girl kind of turns into a sore spot and he's like, oh, Christmas passed. Don't show me when she leaves me. And Christmas passed is like, tough bitch, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the past. We got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So then they move on to Key basically moment. Belle and Scrooge have been together for a while. And Belle is like, Scrooge, it has been henceforth with four years since once again you told me you would marrieth me. And Scrooge is like, Abel, but business, it has not taken off, but yes. And soon we will be bewedded. <laughs> it doesn't go quite like that. but <laughs> And then she's basically like, fuck you, Scrooge. Fuck yes. you. I'm leaving your ass because he won't commit to marrying her. It's true. Now, this is where there's a jarring edit. Do you want me to leave this till the end or would no, I say it now? I think you should explain it now. Yes. So there is a jarring edit at this moment where he basically, as Kate so wonderfully portrayed, is like, business has not taken off. And she's like, OK. And so it cuts and you just see her skirt as she walks past. And Rizzo is bawling his little eyes out. And Michael Caine is suddenly distraught by this image and they're very very upset and it's always struck me as a jarring edit but I never fully like looked into it until I was like hmm I wonder if anything happened there so I googled it and there's a cut song at this moment so Belle sings um, a song that comes up later when love is found but she sings when love is gone and she sings it with Michael Caine so not like past Scrooge but current Scrooge sings it and this is like where the emotion heightens and then she leaves him and it is quite upsetting and it's a nice moment does it add anything major to it not really I mean it was fine that it was cut I imagine that's why it was cut yeah well it was actually cut because um Disney the CEO at the time said it was too upsetting for children and I'm like that was too upsetting for children how about those creepy ass ghosts you want to <laughs> you want to deal with those? Like as a child, I have to say, if I was watching that, I would have had no concept of breakups. I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, bless like, oh, him. Song. <laughs> yeah. But apparently I, I have a feeling the CEO was triggered and didn't want to deal with it, maybe. Oh, Because <laughs> I'm like, what about those creepy ass ghosts? That would have been far more upsetting. Could have uh, done some editing. Yeah. So it was taken out very last minute and that's why there's such a jarring edit at that uh, point. Yeah, it's pretty obvious as well. Like it but is it is in, um, if you are watching this movie on Disney+, Plus, it is in the extras section if you do fancy hearing the song or you can find it on YouTube. Nice plug. So... <laughs> 
So yeah, after That's this, fun. after this, um, he returns back to the present. He wakes up in his bed, and he's like, "Oh my god, what happened? Was that a dream?" Mm-hmm. Then two o'clock strikes, and he is visited by Chris's present, who the best ghost, the best ghost. And I've said right, I've said literally the best character in this movie, bar Rizzo, because Rizzo is fucking okay. gas. And I was sitting on the sofa <laughs> writing these notes um, earlier up. And Ed was reading what I was writing and he was like, that is incorrect. Swedish Chef is in this movie and therefore Swedish Chef is the best character. He loves Swedish Chef. And okay. so I said, but that's incorrect because Swedish Chef has like five seconds of screen time. Yeah. And his reaction to that was correct. And that in itself is a massive travesty. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I don't really think Swedish Chef has a place within a Charles Dickens novel. And he's like, don't give a shit. Should be in this movie more. <laughs> okay. Strong opinions on the Swedish he want, chef. He wanted that noted. So okay, I'd, okay, I'd done him justice. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, the most, the ghost of Christmas present arrives, and he's so funny, and he's like me. I feel like he's like us. <laughs> he's like, hey, it's Christmas. So cheery. <laughs> he's like, it's also Christmas. forgetful. So me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, did I say that? And he's like, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Again. So Scrooge polite. is so bemused as well. He's smiling. He's yeah, like, oh, like, you're cute. Yeah, I would just like to take a point, just a pause at this point and be like, for a man who was apparently so evil and mm-hmm. so Scrooge, after one visit to Christmas past, he's half of himself has come off. Like he's yeah. already so chill. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, you're telling me he's already so much more, like, chilled and relaxed. I mean, Kate, the whole movie takes place in one night, so it is going to move fast. Oh, I, <laughs> I come back to that at the end. It's, oh, okay. We have more yeah. notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Christmas present, this jolly old man takes Scrooge, mm-hmm. who's a Muppet, by the way. But a full-size Muppet. The ghost. Yeah. Yeah, the ghost. Like... <laughs> not Scrooge. Uh, he's also a Muppet, not a not a person so they go mm. to his nephew's fred's house which looks like a jolly good time yeah good crack they play games and scrooge is like do people play games and ghost of christmas present is like i love games <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like this same this ghost is such a mood <laughs> same uh and i have to say to be honest fred's fiance does seem a tad annoying yeah but i i do think go on i think this was a pretty mean game yes but also you would also probably play it like i feel like if you were like think if you're scrooge's nephew like i feel like you'd find this quite jolly good fun that is true i'm trying to think hmm yeah, I just feel bad for Scrooge. I'm too much of an empathy here. I'm like, oh, he bless deserves him. it. He was a dick to everyone. I know that's true. So yeah, except like, ghosts. Sh- yeah, apparently if you're a ghost, big fat of ghosts. Scrooge knows what up. He uh, oh? so yeah, so he so they're playing this game, and oh, I was saying about his fiance. So his fiance does look quite annoying, but I'd say she's quite a lovely woman. <laughs> I think it was just like the time in which it was made. She has to act all like, oh, Freddie, you're so funny. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Bell, Bell, I was like, she's no prize. Yeah. She's a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Okay. Great. Uh, then we're done with that, and Scrooge is so Scrooge. They play this game on Scrooge, and they're like, "Oh, Scrooge is this horrible person." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then Scrooge, you can tell he's a little bit hurt, and you're like, "Yeah, mm. you feel that hurt. Come on." And so <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Present <laughs> takes him to Bob Cratchit's house to meet yes. his family, where we obviously meet Miss Piggy, his yes. two twin daughters, uh, his son, and then he's with Tiny Tim himself. So mm-hmm. we meet Tiny Tim, who, as we all know, Tiny Tim is sick. And Scrooge, I literally like all of a sudden, Scrooge immediately hit. He's like, holy shit. I treat Bob <laughs> like absolute trash. And I never even took the time to realize he has a dying child and a family of six to look after. Because we all know Miss Piggy ain't working no job. No. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. It's mad. It's she's like not even cooking. The children are. And she's eating all the fucking chestnuts. <laughs> that's the f- when it's no wonder they're starving Miss yeah. Piggy is eating all of the food, all the food. <laughs> so I just think it's mad that he's like so suddenly he's like oh shit Bob has a family that he needs the mm. money to look after so we see Tiny Tim and Scrooge is like ghost ghost tell me will Tiny Tim make it to next Christmas and the ghost is like well, my Scrooge, I foresee an empty chair with a hat and a cane. And I'm like, stop speaking in code. Like, is he going to die or not? (laughs) (laughs) But he also, he doesn't, he can't fully predict because he only deals in present. I know, I know. So he can only guess. (laughs) But he's like, I foresee death. Uh, So (laughs) that's grand. So we're done in the house and they have this nice little meal of like a goose and all this sort of stuff. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I was also thinking? So in this movie, we eat turkey and geese, but we never have ham. (laughs) Just saying. Very strategically moved away from (laughs) ham in the Miss Piggy household. I mean, but they're going to eat Muppet lettuce. Questionable truth (laughs) we should write into they're fine with cannibalism but not of pigs pigs only of vegetables not main characters you can't eat the main characters (laughs) it's like veganism gone crazy (laughs) so that's that and scrooge is like oh shit i should i should pay bob more and all this sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and i hope tiny tim doesn't die then the ghost of christmas present basically abandons scrooge in a cemetery where he is then picked up by the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Yes. And I'm really sad they don't call him Christmas Future. <laughs> Fair. Because uh, I'm just like, you know, past, present, future. Like, who says past, present, and yet to come? It was probably yet to come in the novel. Yeah, Jesus. Probably. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm just no. guessing. I've never actually read the novel. I think I started it and got extremely bored. I feel like Charles Dickens writing is like that kind of oldie writing that I'm like, I have to think too hard to see. You have to have a lot of energy for that book. It's not one you can read in the bath. It's a lot. (laughs) No bath book. Uh, (laughs) So he's visited by Christmas yet to come. Who's basically the grim reaper, Mm. which I think is a bit harsh. Again, fine with really creepy ghosts. Yeah, and it's literally at this point, like Gonzo, so at the, so throughout the entire movie, Gonzo and Rizzo have obviously been the narrators and they've been in nearly mm-hmm. every scene or like at the start of yeah. every like part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's at this point when they're like, fuck it, this is even too scary for us. See you kids. 
We'll see you on the other <laughs> Best side. Luck. Oh, yeah. I do have to say as well, um, the last time I watched The Muppet at Christmas Carol, um, I was at home. And there's a lot of talking to screen and like talking to audience, which mm-hmm. I felt like I vibed with more in the cinema than I would have in my house. And yeah. I think that's mad that I'm just like, haha, they're talking to us. But at home, I'd be like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I I very much like flip-flop on whether I'm enjoying that because sometimes I'm like oh guys get out of my movie yeah you're 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 ruining you're ruining the flow um and then sometimes I just think they're gas but it depends on my humor yeah no I really I I love them I think they're so funny so we've got (laughs) Christmas yet to come he shows shows Mm -hmm. oh he shows Scrooge his grave and then Scrooge basically just freaks the fuck out because he's like oh my god I'm gonna die no one's gonna care that I'm dead no one's gonna mm. come to my funeral but for ages it takes it like it takes him a ridiculously long time to realize that this is his grave yeah he's like oh, ghost ghost who could me. this be henceforth who is this grave belongeth to because like, first day you. he's taken to this um like market where they're selling all of his possessions yeah and, and they're all bitching it. about him and he's just like oh I see I could end up like him and the ghost is like yeah yeah. You are him. You are him. <laughs> this is the point. <laughs> it's crazy. So basically, yeah, we he freaks because he's like, oh my God, I'm going to die and no one's going to care. Um, the ghost shows him how the general public don't care um, about the general care. public. <laughs> they don't care that Scrooge has passed. Oh, and then we also find out that Tiny Tim is dead. Yes. Um, Tiny Tim has passed sad. and Scrooge is like, oh my God, get me back to the present. I got to go talk to Bob. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Then that's, kind of, that's basically what the Ghost of Christmas Present does. Ghost of Christmas Present is actually quite short. Basically, just shows... Christmas yet to come. Yeah, Christmas yet to come. Basically shows him that, um, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> then Scrooge, it is very short, but that's fine because he's super creepy. We don't want to yeah, hang around with him too long. we don't need him anymore. <laughs> I was, while I was watching, that there's one scene, right? And you know when you've seen a movie a couple of times, you stop focusing on the main bit and you start focusing mm. on the other parts? There's one bit where the ghost of Christmas yet to come. So like he doesn't walk, he glides because he's like the Grim Reaper. And so they obviously have him on this sort of like track or something. So he can Mm. glide. And there's one scene where he's in the graveyard and he glides for a good like five seconds. And I'm like, you can just at some points like see the track that he's on. And you can see exactly where they've positioned stuff so that when he's stationary, you can't see that he's standing on like the platform. And I just think it's very funny. And I'm like, like it's literally exactly on point. Like it's not like they've gone mm. overboard or anything. And I'm like, wow, good job, guys. <laughs> I just and his fingers, they're so long. No, he and really he, creeps me out. And he like touches his shoulder, and I'm like, no, Ugh. I don't like it. Ugh. No, no. He's always freaked me out. Like, oh, even as I grew up, I still no. don't get good vibes. Don't like him. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> So then Scrooge wakes up, wakes up in his bed and literally is miraculously unscrooged. Like yeah. all it took was this one night all as well. of him having mad cheese dreams for him to be like, I'm a dick. I got to change my ways. Otherwise, he's I'm delighted gonna... his curtains are still there. He's like, oh, oh yeah. wonderful. <laughs> I will be good. <laughs> so he wakes up, he screams out the window with this child and he's who's like, very cute this little yeah, rabbit who love this gets, little rabbit who this rabbit we actually met at the very start of the movie mm-hmm. where scrooge throws this wreath at him 
and then it basically this 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 um rabbit it's like homeless as well there's a scene where he's like all shivered up in some cardboard boxes uh mm. so anyway scrooge is like you're that child you know the prize turkey in the butcher's window henceforth go there and buy it for me and this rabbit who's like two centimeters high is like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> not a problem yeah so it. he throws this massive bag of coins into him he's like i'll give you five mm. shillings if you go get this turkey for me and he's like right mm. on it mr scrooge now at this point if you were the rabbit surely you're just running with the money money right <laughs> but i don't know like you know scrooge is a bad guy like do you want scrooge after you yeah, but if you're all- already a homeless rabbit what more can he do to you kill you true but they're not gonna put that in a kid's movie i'm just saying <laughs> yeah uh, that's true. so then there's another song break there's actually a bunch of song breaks in this movie but uh this is like this is this like, is thankful heart right yeah love and this song so he goes out into the world he's all jolly he's like merry christmas merry christmas to all mm-hmm. Top, like uh tipping his cap to all the ladies and he goes around town buying gifts for his bookkeepers and I have to say, right, so he buys coal for the bookkeepers. Yes. And in my mind, that's not really a gift because as an employer, surely he should be providing <laughs> heat anyway. It's a basic need. Yeah, that's kind of like my employer giving me pens for Christmas. <laughs> like, you said you needed more pens. Here you go. <laughs> and I was like, I meant for the stationary cupboard, not for just <laughs> My me. personal use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also read a review, a review where a parent said that their kid was confused as to what the mice had done to get coal for Christmas, which I thought was cute. Oh, <laughs> that is wow! Yeah, didn't they, that one, they didn't were like, they? "Oh, everyone gets like cheese and ham, and these guys get coal. Were they bad?" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and he goes around and gives all the mice in the walls cheese, and mm-hmm. it's just—it's very nice. He goes off giving everyone gifts. And he also makes a sizable donation to the charity in which Bunsen and Beaker were talking to you at the start. And Bunsen gives him a scarf. It's so cute. And it's really like, it's very good for symbolism because Scrooge is dressed in like really dark clothing and a black cap or black hat. And Bunsen gives him this like red scarf and it just really, like it pings Christmas then. You're like, oh, Oh, that's a real tug on the heartstrings moment, isn't it? It's It's oh so cute so then obviously we go to bob's house mm-hmm. and scrooge is like yo bob and he's very funny he's very funny scrooge he, has suddenly he's got become this a plan comedian. he's like wink wink <laughs> everyone shush love this <laughs> so basically the whole town follow him to the whole town follow him to bob's house and there's nothing better to do on their christmas day the rabbit's got the turkey who the turkey's like 10,000 times the size of him but he's like no problem Mr. Scrooge I'll follow you wherever you want to go <laughs> and so they all go to Bob's house and he's like hush, 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 hush. so he knocks on Bob's door and of course Miss Piggy comes out and Miss Piggy is like I'll give you a piece of my mind la, 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 la. and so it's so funny and Scrooge is like yes Bob you see and like pretending he's all angry at him and he's like mm. and that's why I want to give you a raise and Miss Piggy's like I, I love a raise Oh, well, <laughs> Mr. Scrooge, come on in. <laughs> he also offers to pay the mortgage off. Yes, on so, his he house. Gives, so he gives Bob a rage and says that he's going to clear the mortgage on his home. And then all he needs to worry about is little Tim Tam. And then I wrote down, is Scrooge the OG undercover boss? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just reminded me so much of that end part of Undercover Boss, undercover where boss they just where pay like, off everyone's mortgage. Yeah. 
they're like oh yes. we see we see that you working this minimum wage job for Paddy's Paddy Bank is not enough for you. So me as CEO are gonna give you my one of my ten thousand uh ten thousand <laughs> workers uh gonna give yeah. you your more you well done. Good good job for you. Uh mm. wouldn't you be raging? This is a total side note, but wouldn't you be raging if like your company was selected for undercover boss, but they didn't get to speak to you? I'd be fuming. Oh yeah, I'd be like, fuck you, I wanna go to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Because I found a great boss, you were like, yeah, you know, like life's doing grand, but like, you know, like oh, all I've ever wanted to do was go to Disneyland for two weeks and I've just never built up enough savings and I can't get like two weeks time off. But, you know, I'm here seven days a week slaying over this grill. <laughs> At the end of the movie, I'd be going to Disneyland. Yeah. off no problem. Yeah, you but know imagine it. if it was like your department, but like it wasn't you that they spoke to. I'd be so cross if I saw that on telly. Well, unless <laughs> you were doing some dodgy shit and your boss found out. Well, uh, I was always, any job I've ever had, I've always been so afraid that I'm on an undercover boss that I do nothing wrong. We're very different people. Uh, <laughs> I'm always that person who, like, when you're training people, it's like, you're not supposed to do it this way, but this is how we do it. So this is like 10 times quicker. Oh, no, when I worked at a bar, people used to give me tips and be like, that's just for you. And I'd still put them in the tip jar in case it was like a, an undercover boss situation. I was like, I'm not being tricked. I'm getting my mortgage paid. I don't have a mortgage, but you know, this is my thoughts. <laughs> I am Bob Cratchit. <laughs> so that's grand. And then everyone, and then uh, Scrooge is like, please, Bob, won't you join us for a big turkey dinner? And then the entire town enters Bob's tiny little townhouse. And they all have this massive sing and a dance and they all live happily ever after. And this turkey is cooked Within seconds. Like immediately. Well, to be fair, Magic. like Fred comes out of nowhere and his wife is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Where is she? She disappears. I, I, re, I read a note, like a blooper thing that's like, she's probably sat opposite him, but I have a feeling oh, that- yes. Oh, yes. I think that's convenient. But we all know that like, this was definitely filmed on a different day and they were like, we don't need to pay her to come in on that day. <laughs> Like we paid her for that one scene in the house. That's all we need. That's it. That'll do. Because I thought okay. she was going to be like in the crowd. Because you know they sometimes yeah. put like secondary characters like in the crowd kind of. Uh, hmm. No, she was not there. Maybe they had a fight. Oh. Maybe there's tea. tea. Mm, never know. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's them up at Christmas Carol. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 76% and IMDb has it at 7.7 out of 10. How many crackers would you give it, Sam? Oh, five. Because even five. with all of its faults, I watch it religiously every Christmas. Same. I would also give a five out of five cracks. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Uh, go on. It's so good. Like, even, you know, with all its little scenes and terrible graphics and little weird jumps here and there, it, it's just a cozy film, isn't yeah. it? I do enjoy it. I have to say, like with every watch, I like it more. I think the first couple of times I watched it, I was like, nah, this is okay. But now I love it. Yeah, I can't remember when the first time I watched it was. But I know that every year for at least the last five years, myself and my mum, we put it on at six o'clock every Christmas morning. Um, Because we get up at five and then we put it on at like six. You're looking... Sam, have I not told you this? 
Sam has no children in her household. Like to make that aware. Like it's just Sam and her mother. Yeah. The fuck are they doing? Do you not get, what time do you get up? Well, to be fair, I've always had a child under in a certain your age in my household. So okay. Santi has been for yes. at least one person in my house. But so, Santi comes to me too. I don't know. Oh, I still have to get up early. Sam. Sam. Please. <laughs> You're well you- over the age for Santi now. To be Kate, being brutally honest with you, my mother listens to this podcast. She will vouch. I knock on my mother's door at five o'clock every morning, and I say, "Santa's been," and we come downstairs. We open our presents, <laughs> and then we watch a Muppets not. Christmas Carol, and we eat our selection box. It's I will not great. be getting up at five a.m. this Christmas. <laughs> I'll I text you, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Don't you fucking try. Text you a picture of me watching a Christmas Carol. Actually, do because my phone will be on silent, so I won't see it. It won't wake me up, but I'd okay. appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Just for proof. <laughs> so yeah, absolute crack of a Christmas film. Highly suggested. Exactly. If... Would absolutely be the big big movie. Oh yeah, because no one, nothing says great Christmas movie like four ad breaks in the lotto in between everything. <laughs> fucking or you one. So just before we move on to what you guys thought of the, the Muppet Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. the, some small plot holes. Yes. So Scrooge begrudgingly gives Cratchit the day off as no other businesses will be open on Christmas Day. But at the end of the film, he has a boy buy a turkey <laughs> and appears to buy several presents for everybody. <laughs> I wrote this down. I was like, I thought no one worked on Christmas. The whole city's booming. I wonder, did he mean like no other like non-retail establishments? As in, like even retail establishments don't open, uh, do they? Well, like he he bought presents and food from places. That's what he's saying. Super value open on a Christmas day? No, not in Ireland. No, I know, but I was like, so even food shops uh, would really be open. No, you can usually petrol stations are open. Are they? Yeah, fair. Because a lot of people who work in petrol stations are of a religion where they don't celebrate Christmas. Ah, interesting. That's just, I would say that's racist, but it's not. It's just kind of the way it is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, then there's a carriage error in which, oh yeah. So when Bob Cratchit closes the office door at the beginning of the film, he locks the door with a key. Apparently this oh, lock yeah. doesn't work right. At the end of the film, when Scrooge walks around town singing, he opens the same door without a key. Just bangerang straight in. Forgot his prop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all back to the stage play. <laughs> Uh, do you have any more like bloopers or um, I don't have bloopers I wrote down some fun facts um, oh, which yeah, was that uh, this is the first Muppet movie where Kermit isn't playing a lead character Oh, there have been more since but this was the first one first. to break, break the barrier break the mould um, and then this role is the most memorable of Michael Caine's um, and he when they approached him for the film, he said that if he was going to take it on, he would act um, only as if it was the Royal Shakespeare Company and he wouldn't wink, um, which was a request of his. Um, and he would not ask, act as if there was puppets or Muppets and he would keep it very real, which I think he achieves very well. As in like he wouldn't talk to the Muppets as if they were Muppets. He would talk to them yes, as humans. Yes, he, he was not here for the gimmicky side of it. Gotcha. Like he wanted to be the, the realistic layer of it. And I think he achieved that. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was portrayed very well within the film. Mm-hmm. I think he's incredible in this. I think it's one of my favourite roles he's played. Uh, yeah, 
I'm trying to think of other things I've seen Michael Caine in. I don't know what else to... Not a whole pile. Miss Congeniality. No, I've never seen Miss Congeniality. <gasps> Kate, haven't you? No. That's a good film. I mean, Great. it's a bad film, but it's a good film, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. We're on this podcast yeah. together, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also wrote, just as a side note for myself... Um, you know when the ghost of Christmas past is like fading away? Yes. These little stars start to cover him. And I don't know if you played this game as a child, but there used to be um, a Mario, like a Super Mario game on Nintendo, um, like Mario Party, where you would go around and play these mini games. And there was one where you had to catch stars and they looked the exact same as that. And I think they stole the graphics. <laughs> Wow, that's really wow. Okay, <laughs> it's a weird side note, but I just wanted to know if if anyone else has played that game and <laughs> let, let me us know. know. Every time Instagram? it comes up, it always reminds me of Mario Brothers. <laughs> and they're the only side notes I had. Excellent. Uh, so we asked you guys on Instagram what you thought of the Muppet Christmas Carol. Do you like it? Do you not? Do you watch it? Do you not? Mm-hmm. What's the crack? So we had a good few people reply. So we had Saoirse Great who says, love the Muppets, hate this movie. Honestly, just hate a Christmas Carol overall. So I can understand why you'd hate a Christmas Carol overall and therefore hate Is this Is there movie. any other version of a Christmas Carol that you watch, Kate? Uh, I have seen the Disney version, the like animated mm-hmm. Disney version, uh, but I think that one's a bit weird. Yeah, because this is the only kind of version, like a Christmas Carol didn't, doesn't do it for me normally. No, I do think it's quite a boring story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't sympathize I with Scrooge ever. So I'm just kind of like... Oh, I, I sympathize with Michael Caine, I do. But I'm just like, as Scrooge as a character, I'm just kind of like, okay, mm. yeah, great. You're a nice person now. You should have been nice all along. That, well, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then Lisa said, yes, it's not Christmas Day without this on while dinner is cooking in the background. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, underscore catmice underscore said it's the best Christmas movie ever. I just that's a big statement. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a big statement. Sorry, but I just disagreed. It's not the best Christmas movie ever. Uh, it's a good it's Christmas good. movie, not the best. Uh, Uno Brian ninety seven says simply mm, the most important Christmas movie. That, that, that that's oh, another big statement i think it's an important christmas movie it's pretty high up on my list of christmas movies but the most important <sighs> no uh earth to chloe <laughs> says well sure i watched it today putting up the tree there you go that's chloe's true. got her tree up and then i think i can't see the full thing zoe with two dots uh oh has yeah the most important question that we were put in with is why are Piggy and Kermit's kids green pigs or pink frogs? Are all frogs male in the Muppetverse? Mm. This is a good point. It is. Um, I think it's sort of like pretty much the frogs are the males and the pigs are the females. I think it's pretty simple. I don't think it's kind of like the X and Y chromosome. <laughs> I think it's just frog based <laughs> and pig based. A up, a up. That would be my my guess. Uh, yeah, I think a, a green pig would freak me out. Green pig, yeah, or a pink frog. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think it would look too strange. But also, my... or like a male Miss Piggy. I think is the. 
Let us know what you guys mm. think. DM us <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Christmas Crackers Pod. Please let us know. Um, yes. So yeah, that's it for the Muppets Christmas Carol. However, I do believe Sam has a game. I do. Let me bring up my... <laughs> I found... So I found this on Instagram just when I was scrolling. Um, and essentially, it's one of those fill in the blanks based on like, like the colour you're wearing. Yeah. Um, and I filled it out while I was on the bus and I had a right out laugh and I thought maybe um, it would be fun to do with Kate. So this is what's the plot of your pandemic Hallmark movie? And if that doesn't scream this podcast. I don't know what does. Yeah, so, like, sorry, just before you start, I'd just like to note, we've done mm-hmm. two, like, pretty highbrow movies in a row. I think oh, yeah, that's we true. have to do a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to suggest Instant Message, because I know we've both seen that one now. God, please, no, let me watch something yes. else. Please, <laughs> let me watch something else, because if I... You've already I, seen it. But I haven't, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of things. Okay, so. okay, we'll, we'll please, pick give, a different one. Give me one, another then. one. No, we can can we pick one on like Netflix or something? One of those shit. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Great. Yeah, they've got good ones. Okay. Like, terrible we'll, ones. <laughs> we'll hold on to that and we'll guys let you know on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a planning meeting afterwards <laughs> that we're doing live. Not live. So the oh, sentence- sorry, Justin, Glotini Genie, Ooh. our friend Sandy also ah. said, OMG love, it's a staple in our house. Yeah, I think it is a staple movie. I don't think. Yeah, I think that sums it up. It's a staple movie. Not the best, not very low on the list, but a good middling. Yes, I agree. So back to pandemic (laughs) Hallmark movie. No problem. So this one, the sentence without the blanks is with the blanks even. Gosh. What? I was like without the blanks. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Imagine. I just played this game by myself (laughs) and now I'm going to show you guys what I did. (laughs) (laughs) So it is a blank blank finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to blank. Against her better judgment, she falls in love with blank and together they learn the true meaning of Christmas. So we're now going to fill this out. So I will need your current shirt color, please. Gray. They don't have gray as an option. <laughs> black? They do have black. Okay, let's do black. <laughs> let's do... That's so annoying. My, I did this with my friend Una earlier and she was wearing plaid and they have an option for plaid. Does gray just not work in the sentence? Oh no, it's not that you're filling in the color. The color represents another option. Oh, so... <laughs> gotcha. Well, then, then let's go with black. I suppose black is the... Cool. So that would be childless. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then your current beverage. I'm going to guess that's tea. Tea, yeah. Mm. And then I need the first letter of the last person you text. Uh, C. C. Uh, sorry, this is probably boring. And no, the first great. letter of the last thing you ate. Uh, shit. Uh, Watch out for so, dinner. What was the last <laughs> thing I ate? No, I had dessert after dinner. Ooh, uh, dessert after dinner. Yeah. Fancy. <laughs> Let's go with P. Oh, that was mine too. Why well, cherry pie? But I've already done C. So let's go with P Ooh. for pie. Well, they're different options now. 
So yeah, if you want to go cherry, think, we can. No, I, st- I still think we'll shake okay. it. Okay. Fee for pie. Okay. Um, so that, let me just double check that that is what I wrote down. Yes. So the sentence with your answers filled in now reads, a childless librarian finds herself stranded in her hometown during a pandemic after she came home to settle her parents' estate. Against her better judgment, she falls in love with the son of a sailor man. And together, they find the true meaning of Christmas. I mean, if her hometown is a sea town, then that's bang on right. See, mine was uh, a soul-searching librarian finds herself (laughs) stranded in her hometown during a pandemic lockdown after she came home to teach a winter class at the community college. Against her better judgment, she falls in love with Pilot Pete from season 24 of The Bachelor. <laughs> and together, they learn the true meaning of Christmas. Wow. I'll pop this up on our Instagram stories oh, in case do. anyone would this also like to learn the plot of their Hallmark Christmas movie. But I really enjoyed it. If you guys get any funny ones, please put them on your story. Oh, do. Yeah, then we can go through them. That'd be yeah. funny. Yeah, we'll go through them next week. So if you guys do this, as you see, it only took like, what, two minutes? Please do oh, it yeah, super tag fast. us in it. That would be really, really funny. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this week, guys. Next week, I guarantee we will do a shitty Hallmark movie. We've done two absolute bangerangs. I've also had a request from my mother to do Home Alone 2. So we shall also do that. That may be one of the... I think the- Una asked me to do Jack Frost. Oh, I haven't seen Jack Frost in ages, actually. I don't think I've ever seen it. I think I've seen it once and I found it a bit creepy. Yeah, I think I probably didn't watch it because it looked a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah, so I know there's not that many weeks. Cre- I know there's not that many weeks left till Christmas and there's, as a weekly podcast, but we will definitely get... If you do have any requests as well, please let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll definitely get through a good few, both before and after Christmas. And obviously we're going to keep this going after Christmas anyway but you know like while people are still like the Christmassy mood if you have any specific <laughs> ones you want let us know on Instagram cool. it's at uh, at Christmas crackers pod you'll find us yes. there please give us a follow and like share to your friends like and that's with our snazzy new logo as well yeah new logo courtesy of Sketchica Designs woo, woo, woo. thanks Everyone's very much logo. Right, we're so cute <laughs> I love I love our logo I think it's adorable I must say so cute so find us on Instagram please give us a follow I assume this is going up on our own feed this week rather than the Mickey Ooh, exciting I don't know if it's on the Mickey Waffles feed <laughs> hey guys I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Mickey Waffles if it's on our own feed then please do share show it on the instagrams we don't have a twitter yet but we will just for the sake of having a twitter so people can tag us cool. on things i imagine it'll be the same handle give me a yeah. couple of days on that and i'll get back to you <laughs> so Do we need a facebook is anyone on facebook anymore oh yeah we could make a facebook yeah because you can cool. do this thing on instagram where you just link everything and it just shoots everything oh cool yeah nice. uh so yeah <laughs> anything else to say to the people sam oh no thank you appreciate it <laughs> That's great. Thanks I'm for having a guys. great time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone else is as well. <laughs> Merry Christmas and we'll Merry see Christmas. you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.